Welcome back to Family Gathering Podcast. I wanted to give a quick follow-up on how my legacy tournament went. Our next episode should include all of the crew back together again. If you have any questions or feedback, leave us a message at magic at familygathering.fm. You can find more info about us at familygathering.fm. So, I went to a legacy paper tournament, and the first round I played versus Bug Shardless. Uh, he ended up winning 2-0. He had a lot of great discard, uh, Thoughtseize, and Hem, which I'm a huge fan of Hem to Turok. So I was shocked to see that played. I don't particularly see it often. He was also playing one of my all-time favorite cards, Baleful Strix. And a key card for him that just seemed to really knock it out of the park both games was Wither Bloom Command. For those that aren't familiar, it's a black and a green for a sorcery. And it has four different options. And I think he used all four different options between the two games. So definitely a card I'll be looking to pick up a couple copies just to have them around for Modern or Legacy. Uh, round two, I played against Blue-Red Delver DRC. Uh, he won 2-1. Game one, I mulled to five. I lost after a, a tough battle, but he just had more card advantage, so he ended up winning. Game two, he mulliganed to six. I did end up winning that one. And then game three was not even close. He had three Dragon Rage Channelers. Um, they were all online, so three threes attacking. And I just couldn't keep up with that since they have flying. Uh, round three was versus Show and Tell. Um, and it was not really even a game. Uh, game one, he won on turn two, essentially, by casting Emrakul with Omniscience. And then game two, he won. I managed to drag it out until about turn four or five by Rashad and Port on his lands and Wasteland, but eventually he had enough Lotus Petals to show and tell, and then eventually Omniscience and then Emrakul. Uh, round four was my only actual win. Um, that was because my opponent didn't show up. And then round five was versus Bant Control. Uh, game one, we played for about 40 minutes, give or take, and it was a lot of back and forth. After a well-placed Supreme Verdict, he ended up winning. Uh, game two, we went to time. On turn one, I gave him the win because I knew I couldn't beat him, and he had a better chance of beating me, and I figured it was just worth it to give him the win instead of potentially ending up in a draw if I did manage to pull out a win. Um, for him, both games, Field of the Dead was just killer. He never went crazy with it, but he always had a couple zombies on the board to attack with. Uh, after that, I dropped, and I went and got food with Jake. So a few things I wanted to talk about other than the actual cards and games. Um, the companion app, the card shop that we went to, actually used this to do pairings and stuff. And I have to say I was very surprised and I enjoyed it. Um, different tournament organizers have posted pairings online before. Uh, this was just really easy to get to. So I'm glad to see that that is working well. At least for a 40-person tournament. Who knows? It might not work as great for a 1,000-person tournament. Uh, which on that continent, um, 40 people, Jake had guessed that, I believe, on the episode. And we actually had a total of 39. So we played six rounds is what they had. Um, I played five and then dropped, which was a total of 1-4. Uh, in regards to the shop, we went to Post Board Gaming in Finley, Ohio. And I have to say it was an amazing store. Uh, it was clean. There was people at the counter all the time that we needed help with something. Uh, for the most part, they had all their prices on their products. The only things I didn't see prices on were singles, which I get that. Those fluctuate enough. You don't want to potentially hurt your sales. 
Uh, they had tons of accessories, and they were even running a special on accessories where you could buy three and get one free. Both Matt and I had never seen a store do something like that. I ended up picking up four life pads that have various mana symbols on them for a total of $6 because they were on sale, plus the buy three, get one free. Um, there was a lot of space, there was good air conditioning, and the bathroom when we got there was clean and stayed clean throughout the day. So if you're ever in that area, check them out. Um, I was super impressed. In regards to my actual deck, I had said in the previous episode I was going to play Death and Taxes, which is what I took. Um, I did not play Sword of Fire and Ice, which is something I have typically played, and I will say that I wish I had. It just felt like I was missing that. Cauldra Complete never did anything amazing for me. Jit was still amazing. Batterskull was amazing. So I will probably put the Cauldra Complete either in the sideboard or just take it out unless I am playing the Yorion 80-card version deck where I have an extra spot to play some. Uh, I will also say that Rashad and Port has never been as useful as it was for me. I was consistently tapping mana, uh, especially against the Blue-Red Delver deck, and keeping them slowed down quite a bit. So that was rather amazing and made me glad that I finally had those, because sometimes I question if it was worth the investment. So I think that's it. If you have any questions regarding the tournament or legacy or anything about the podcast, once again, just send us a message at magic at Thank you.